are moving into our they, class now. We We're now in the seventh category where Batochan applies. So the the yes, but we have to like make it. We have to make a distinction between what we had just previously said. And, and what we're about to say is we will, but as a Shem, we have to understand that trust, betachon, has to do with what you can expect from me and what I can expect from you. So trust is very much linked to the idea of what I can expect from you and what you can expect from me. And so therefore these sections lay out the parameters of what we can expect and included in that is, of course, Compensation, reward. That's what Tammy said. Very good, very good. So reward is part of that. So he says like this: Now the seventh category where where betachon needs to be considered is as follows: This has to do with the reward in the next world is a kindness from Hashem upon those who are His. Chosen and treasured people. And it's, of course, not according to their deeds, as we had said previously, but with an abundance of goodness that is immeasurable. Meaning to say, as we'll see, we'll see shortly, that this has to do with someone who is at a high level of self-sacrifice. It's, it's the appropriate manner of relying on Hashem regarding this special reward is she is asik basibos hamagios oisa el madregos hachasidim that a person has to involve in the means of of that bring him to levels of the chasidim meaning he has to obviously perform in a way that warrants him this level of connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu haruim lazeh meisa lekim yisbarach b'chazdo who are worthy of receiving this special reward from Hashem in His kindness. And that is people, they, they practice the traits of those who were exercised, exercised precious, which is a certain level of separation from worldly things, and who have a certain... Uh, dis, they despise worldly pleasures. It's not what what ter, what what, what uh, gets them. Materialism isn't what is of their interest. So they are living obviously on a different plane. And he should therefore banish from his heart his love of this world and his uh, his his preferences for this world in his heart, and replace it with the love of the Creator, blessed is He. Okay, blessed is He. So He's replacing it. So it's not as if He is devoid of any pleasure. It just seems as if that He is actually taking what would be um, otherwise pleasure that one derives from this world and actually getting that pleasure in a spiritual way, from his relationship with the Kaddish Baruch On this particular point, Rav Avigdor Miller mentions that to the total and complete precious, total and complete separation, separation from the world, is not, for us, certainly not a normal thing, and maybe not for anyone that we can relate to. But if a person replaces his desire for worldly things. In other words, it's not a, he's, he's not focused on the pleasure in this world, 
we then then perhaps we can relate to this this idea. Now we said we said in the past, Rabbi Green mentioned that uh, the purpose. Rabbi Green Senior mentioned the purpose of davening is to bow before our Creator. It's not to get high. But if a person davens properly, of course he's going to get high. He's going to feel a certain pleasure, and that's true with anything. If a person looks at an apple, as Rabbi Victor Miller says, and says, "Wow, Hashem, you gave me this apple," and he says a brach on the apple. He's going to have more pleasure in that apple than, than anyone else would, right? So yeah. he's not seeking, ironically, he's not seeking the pleasure, but he's going to he have a certain type of pleasure perhaps beyond that which one who is seeking physical pleasure. So this person is replacing uh, his, his, his desire for physical pleasure with the, with the love of the Creator, blessed is he, Lamasra love. And he also dedicates himself. He gives, he gives over of himself to serving Hashem. And he delights in, uh, in preoccupying himself with Hashem. He's in love with Hashem. And he dis- detaches himself from matters of the world and from its... Inhabitants. And we have to understand, obviously, what that means. In other words, it's not, he's not preoccupied with the world. He's preoccupied with Hashem when he's preoccupied with the world. And he will therefore be conducting himself in accordance with the ways of the prophets and the Hasidim. So we're talking, obviously, about a very high level. And they, that came, people who came to love HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we'll give examples here momentarily. So where does Betachon apply? Then his heart will be able to be confident in Hashem. He'll be able to trust Hashem. If he reaches such a level, what can he expect? If he puts forth such a level in his relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what can he expect from HaKadosh Baruch Hu? that Hashem will give him a kindness in the world to come, just as he has given him given great kindness to the prophets and the, and the Hasidim that we just mentioned. And that's the proper application of Betachon in this case. And that is that he is going to act in a way that is most nefesh, and we'll see examples of this. And he can expect that Hashem will go above and beyond for him, beyond one's comprehension. However, someone who deems to trust that Hashem will grant him this special kindness without actually performing the level that is warrants this, who haksil vahapesi. This is a fool and an idiot. He is like one who it is said in Soita, This guy acts like Zimri, the guy who was uh, involved with the Moavi woman, and he thinks he's getting the reward of Pinchas, who did this incredible act uh, to honor Hashem. He's completely backwards, completely backwards, as we see many examples of that. Just open up the front page of the Daily News. How do we know if you're behaving in a way that is Kamo Pinchas, Kamo the Great, Neviim and Chasidim? So the identifying traits of people who have reached this level of Chasidis 
and love of Hashem is Shiyoru Avde Haboreel Havodis Habore. And by the way, this is the second time he mentions this. They are teaching those who wish to sh- serve Hashem how to serve Hashem, which is very interesting. So he's not just involved in his own service, he's actually helping others serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Okay? And we said before that this is going above and beyond because it's not necessarily a requirement, but he's, he's doing it. And they show an acceptance. I'm sorry. And they show, he shows an acceptance of whatever happens, even in a time of challenge and tsar and pain. Okay? He shows whatever Hashem, he's, he is as if, as if, as, as if like a, uh, as if like a, uh, a baby who is at the side of his mother, who's whatever Hashem does is good. He's obviously holding at an incredible level. Whatever happens is no different than the kindness that a mother gives to her baby. And they view any action relating to the fulfilling of the mitzvahs as being easy. This is, it's, it's who he is. It's part and parcel to his very nature. The performance of mitzvahs is who he is. So number one, he teaches other people. Number two, he accepts whatever might happen in life as Baruch Hashem. And number three, the, his relationship with mitzvahs is, is easy. As it says, we know that um, like in the Kedos Yitzchak, where it says Hashem tested Avraham, okay, and obviously those tests were incredible tests. And also the tests of the Hananiah, Mishael, Zarya, and the Kivshan Ace in the fiery furnace, where Hashem saved them miraculously, but Daniel, Begov, Arayas, and also by Daniel in the den of lions, where he was also miraculously saved when he was said he was, wasn't supposed to daven, and he did anyway. And also the ten martyrs that we read about on, on uh, we daven about on Yom Kippur and on Tish, we mentioned Tishabav even. These were people holding at an incredible level. And wanted to sacrifice themselves to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. They were at a level where they didn't have wants other than the want that a Kaddish Baruch Hu wanted for them. And anyone who chooses to accept death in order to remain a servant of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, rather than to, to live a life of, of disloyalty of going against Hashem, as many people have done over the course, many Jews have done over the course of human history, or who choose poverty over wealth when it would compromise their ability to serve Hashem, or sickness over health when it would compromise their, their service of Hashem, or distress over shalva, over tranquility, and delivers himself to the Creator, Creator's judgment as and is content with the decree. He accepts it completely. This person is fit, is worthy of a special kindness of, of the Creator, upon which uh, he'll get and, and receive sweetness in the next world. As the Pasuk says in Mishlei, I have what to give to those who love me. 
and I shall fill their storehouses, referring to the next world. V'amr also says, No eye except yours, Hashem, has seen what he will do for one who awaits him. V'amr, it says in Tehillim, It says, How great is your goodness that you have hidden away for those who fear you. And one last point, the... Question is, what is the difference between what we spoke of in number six, where a person who does good deeds, we said that a person does good deeds and he will receive reward, but it's not earned. Whereas over here, we're also talking about a similar type of a, a relationship. So they bring here the um, they bring here the Leva Ari, who says that the good deeds that we mentioned before is, of course, this person is a tzaddik and he, 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 he serves a Kaddish Baruch not to get reward because he's not deserving of any reward. And, of course, he can expect to get reward because that's the relationship he has. But he's not expecting it on account of his actions. On the one hand, on the other hand, says the Levari, it is somewhat... We spoke about this before. I remember Mr. Rindy had a kasha on it. And I don't know if I have a better answer for you. But anyway, he says, according to Levari, it is still directly related to his good deeds. The reward will be somewhat directly related to his good deeds. Okay? In number six. In number seven, we're talking about this in extreme self-sacrifice. So the reward that one, and of course, he's also serving a Kaddish Baruch Hu, not, to earn, not because it's deser- he deserves or expects that he deserves anything. He serves it completely out of love, but he, com- he, 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 he performs it with complete self-sacrifice. So the gift that he gets is not connected to his actions. It's way beyond any, anything that can be measured, so to speak. It's not measurable, and it therefore doesn't accord with one's actions. That's what the Leva Ari says in so far as trying to be Mayashev's number six and number seven. That concludes this section of, of, of the Shar B'Tochon, chapter four, how we apply B'Tochon in these various areas. Bez Hashem will discuss chapter five tomorrow.